You're listening to OB3 and OB4. These review episodes are what we like to call Reaction Core episodes, where we react to and analyze Star Wars stuff. And these are special editions of Children of the Force, which is a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 15. I'm Liam, and I'm 13. And we are recording this on the day that the fifth episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi is sitting there on Disney Plus right now Obi for us to watch. Kenobi. Obi-5 Kenobi. We're waiting to watch it until tonight when your when mom gets home from work. Uh, so that's that's tough for us, but it gives us some time to talk about the third and fourth episodes before we uh, watch the fifth. And uh, next week's going to be kind of a busy week, so I think, you know, we're going to not have an episode next week and the week after that we'll record ob5 and ob6 yeah and it'll be done uh, actually when we get back from our trip we'll have an ob1 kenobi episode to watch so yes. pretty fun we're gonna go camping and we're not gonna watch it in the tent so yeah that's gonna be great um so yeah let's start off by talking about the third episode of ob1 kenobi uh, so they've escaped Dayu, and Obi and Leia are on that cargo ship on their way to Mapuzo. Uh, Obi-Wan says, starts off with him calling out, Master Qui-Gon, Master, are you there, Master? I love how they're setting this up, mm-hmm. because you know that last episode, right? Oh, yeah. He's going to be oh, like, yeah, he's totally finally going to make enough of a connection, you know, to the Force, and you'll get Liam Neeson's voice, at least voice, maybe... Force Ghost. Yeah. What do you think, Liam? Do you think we're going to get it? Yeah. Yeah? Um, now, there's a rumor that, and it has not been, uh, you know, verified by Lucasfilm at all, but someone's saying that someone leaked that they are going to have another season of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm. Uh, Isn't it just supposed to be like a one-off? Though? This was supposed to be a, a mini-series, six episodes and done. But because it's the most watched thing ever on Disney Plus, like the opening, well, the first episode, that opening episode was the most streamed thing in a weekend in Disney Plus history. Uh, the word is, and you know, this is just a rumor and it's not verified at all. Lucasfilm, unless Lucasfilm says it, we're just going to assume we're not getting the second episode or a second season, but, uh. But included in this rumor was that they actually re-edited the end of this season to leave some things for another season. Oh. And so, if anything... So they might not have the Force Ghost? I think they might save Qui-Gon until season two, if there's going to be a season two. So here's my prediction. If If we we don't don't get a Force Ghost, we're getting a season two. That's that's what I say, yeah. Yep. That's very smart. Um, So we'll see, we'll see. Uh, But then we see uh, Vader exiting the Matrix. Uh, You know, the (laughs) tubes are being popped off of his sockets, just like uh, when Neo comes out of the (laughs) Matrix. Uh, <laughs> and he's even in like a, you know, a tank full of, mm-hmm. well, not goo, but Bacta, you know, Bacta. I have to think Bacta is a little thicker than water when you go in, it might be a little right. gooey. Uh, but, uh, then we see Vader getting dressed. Uh, it's like one of those scenes from those eighties movies, you know, where people get dressed and there's really good music going, you know? Yeah. Like the montage at like the a, beginning of yeah, like the like movie. It's time for a night out on the town, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like close-ups of like t- uh, tightening your tie yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Or like, like lacing your up your shoes. To the stump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, just basic stuff like that. One thing I noticed was the back, when they put his back plate on, there's the whole, the, there's little holes that kind of line up to his like sockets that he has in his body. And I wonder, like, if you lifted up Vader's cape in the back and looked, would you be able to see those sockets still? There's nothing that covers those? Hmm. It's really interesting. I don't know. Huh. Um, who knows? But that's way more, you know, Vader getting assembled that I thought, you know, right. we would ever see again. I mean, we saw a lot of that in, you know, Revenge of the Sith, of right, course. Right, at the end. So but he does that every day. That's his morning routine. Like yeah. he sleeps, he sleeps in the yeah. back of the tank without any like boba. Yeah, thing on, or without. I guess like... that's him sleeping. Yeah, 
I think I'm, I'm my guess, my hope is that right maybe like ten minutes before he comes out of the bacta, they pump just a little bit of coffee in there, <laughs> just so he can have his morning coffee. Because I'm not sure if he can drink oh otherwise gosh. or eat or eat. Yeah. Wait, how have we never had a conversation about this before? How does Vader eat or drink? It's like the does like he? the like the. <laughs> He just, oh, oh what are they called? That's what the, the thing. The tubes. Yeah, there's a tubes. baby in the uterus. Umbilical cord, yeah. Umbilical cord. Yeah, the, two, the tubes from... in the back yeah. that we saw are probably yeah. where he gets his well, nutrition. Yeah. From, like, tubes, yeah. like, human, not human-made, because umbilical cords are also human-made. Artificial. <laughs> Artificial. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, Artificial umbilical cords. Yeah, yeah, that's how he gets his food. Yeah. Sure. Um... <laughs> So, so we see uh, Riva talking to Vader in Vader's castle, and uh, cool that we got to see Vader's castle yet mm-hmm. again. Uh, uh, yep. And uh, you know, and we 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 see them mid conversation, right? Like we don't see her forming and saying, "Lord Vader, I have a report for you." Right? Mm-hmm. It's like we're we're catching the middle of the conversation. Yeah. And she says, "He will pay for the Grand Inquisitor's." And then Vader cuts her off and says, the Grand Inquisitor means nothing. Kenobi is all that matters now. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, we can assume that she has told Vader that the, that Obi-Wan killed the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, that's what it seems like. It does seem like that. Um, although I do think that they left it open because... Yeah, you guys didn't get that when we were first watching. I got it. No, I didn't get it. Dad did. Yeah, it was I weird. Did Dad and Mom didn't get I, it. I watched these episodes in, like, a... In like a fugue like state. A uh, yeah, yeah, where I'm just like, I'm focusing on the visuals so much and on the music, and like I don't always focus on the words. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, which, you know, for me, uh, going through the episode again when I write these show notes, I love doing that because then I catch everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, uh, well, li- I think lying to Vader is a risky move on Riva's part. I do too. Um, that's, that's risky. So, and this is not the first time we'll see at the end of the next episode. I think she does it again, Uh, but we'll get there. So. At the end of episode four? Yeah. Yeah. I'll just say it now. It's not like there's spoilers. Obviously it's spoilers for both episodes. Mm -hmm. When she says that the tracker is with Obi-Wan where he goes, it will go. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what if he drops Leia off like right away? Right. Somewhere. What if the, what if his ship meets another ship? But Leia transfers, but Obi Wan doesn't. I also you know think I mean? that she can tell though that he and Leia are very close. Yeah, but like, he's not staying with her. Like he came out true. to rescue her. If he returns her to Alderaan before they catch up to him, that's true. It's gonna stay with her. Yeah. I don't know. And then, like, what is that? That's interesting, right? Because then the Inquisitors would come to Alderaan. I'm kind of surprised they don't just have Force trackers. Like, I'm surprised you can't just, like, track somebody with the Force. Like, how can you extract things out of their mind, but you can't just, like, track them? Track their mind? Like, that should be a Force power. You should be able to just, like, put a tracker on them. That actually would be really cool. I think that would happen. I don't see why that is impossible, but... Yeah, I think all things are not possible with the Force, you know? Like, you can't f- use the Force to move a planet, right? There's limits to what the Force can do. Yeah. Uh, and so... Like, you can feel people, but Like, Yoda can't, says like... size matters not, but obviously it does. Like, some yeah. things, you know, are just too big. Uh, and I think that... Oh, it would be so cool, Dada, if, like, in the High Republic, mm-hmm. there was a way for, like, the Jedi to, like, circle around or something and put all their powers together to, like, move a planet. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be so cool? It to just be. see, like, cool. a gathering of Jedi, like, using... Mm-hmm. That would be so cool. Yes, it would be. I also worry about what that would mean for other stories. Like, if enough Jedi get together and do that, couldn't they also do this? And it would be awesome. I yeah, I guess. <clears throat> That's a. Well, it was the High Republic. They were strong. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Yeah. But although Liam, I do think that the Jedi and Sith can force track brains and minds and people to a certain extent, like within a crowd. Right, like you can use the force to try to locate like yeah, someone's over there. Yeah, yeah. So, but like I said, limitations. I think. Uh, 
you know, speaking of the force, I like that Leia says, are we there yet? Are we almost there? And can't you make the ship go faster with the, by using the force? And mm-hmm. Obi-Wan says, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. <laughs> Which has the very same vibe as, that's <laughs> not how the force works. <laughs> right. Yep. Ben's dad saying that's not yeah. how the force works. Interesting. Uh, so then uh, Leia asks, how does it work? The force. What does it feel like? The way she says that and the look on her face when she says that, a lot of people say like, whoa, she really reminds me of Carrie Fisher or, or uh, you know, Leia or Padme, right? Mm-hmm. I think she totally reminds me in that, in that scene of young Anakin. Yeah, like the, I can like totally the whole, see like, that. Uh, when when he tells when he says, "Are you a Jedi?" and and yeah. Qui Gon says, "No," or something like that, or "I didn't come here to to free slaves," and and Anakin says, "I think you did." You know the way he yeah. says it, like just that that look in his eye and that sort of uh, the hope, confidence too, yeah. and 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 really innocence too sort mm-hmm. of yeah just that innocence but also like you know knowing that things are wrong with the galaxy and kind yeah. of idolizing the jedi in a way yeah yeah so i just yeah i love that i love little leia me too uh, <laughs> she's so great so yeah so they land on mapuzo and uh the empire is strip mining it uh and actually like when i first saw that i was like oh those are strip mines so that's like where like, it's like terraced kind of like you can see they cut the the earth away and so there's like these huge swaths of land that are just like scraped away to mine it. And actually later we, we hear that it actually is a strip mining operation. So they even call it that in the episode. Uh, and that is like the worst I mean, mining itself isn't, you know, usually pretty bad for the earth. Strip mining is like the worst thing you can do. Like totally disrupts and destroys the land and there's no way back from it. There's no yeah. reclaiming that land, you know? Uh, so the empire being the empire, in other words, uh, and, uh, I like that when Leia and Obi-Wan are walking, we see in the background an old, like a factory and there's like smoke just billowing out of the smokestack and, you know, they're just totally polluting and ruining the planet. Hmm. Uh, really. It's a little close to home. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course. And, and, but the, the factory, the way the factory looked, it reminded me of something and I couldn't place it. I almost want to say like the, like the factory that we see in the Avatar um, the last airbender, that episode with the factory or, or like mm. factories in like, like dystopian futures where we saw there's like old in the factories in the background. We saw that. Yeah. Factory. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I can't place it. If, if anyone can think of what that factory is based off of, let me know. Because there's something. I looked at it and I was like, I know that factory, but I don't know how. I don't remember uh, seeing the strip well, lines you're talking about, though. Well, you don't, like, it's just the way the land looked. Like, oh. it's it's all, like, um. so when I say, like, imagine there's, like, a hill, right? But instead of a gentle slope, it's just these, these like, terraces, these shelves, kind of, right? Um. And that's because they just scraped the land away and scrape it away, yeah. Um... And then Obi-Wan sees a vision of Anakin. I have to say that when I first watched this, I did not catch that that was like Hayden Christensen. That was Anakin. Oh. Remember Obi-Wan sees yeah, this yeah, no, person in a cloak? I don't know. Like, I feel like our TV, like we need a new TV. It's not, it's not detailed enough. Cause when I watch <laughs> things on the computer, I'm always catching like things visually that I didn't catch on the TV. Well, I think uh, you can kind of assume it's Anakin. Well, I know, but I yeah. just, I don't know. I wish they would have showed his face close up, you know? Give us a real good yeah. Hayden. Uh, but it is definitely Hayden Christensen. And yeah. uh, that's weird. <laughs> like, yeah. what the heck was that? <laughs> right. Um, I, that's so strange. Like, there's no explanation. There's no... I, I guess it could be like, like, a, force, past, like a force just vision. Like haunting him. Yeah. Like, just showing, like, how much, like, whoa... He's still alive, like this person who I thought was dead, but I was like really close to. Sure. And I wonder if it's to show that he's trying to imagine, you know, what Anakin might look like now, right? Oh, And so in his mind, that's what Anakin looks like right now. And so when he finally sees Vader in this episode, you're just like, you know, that, that shock of like, holy, that's what he's become. Right. You know, and like this yeah. was maybe like the show's way of saying like, 
he's still envisioning Anakin as this way. Right. And that's like that's going to end ad- soon. Envisioning him as like a like a more Darth machine Vader. than man. Right. Right. Um, yeah, it's weird to me that he doesn't know that he's like, you know, in a big suit a big and looks suit. like a right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so then, um, we see Riva go to Fortress Inquisitorius, act like she's running the place, and the fifth brother is super mad at her because he wants the Grand Inquisitor spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. I liked how he forced her down and, like, had her almost hit the table, but not. It was really strange, but uh, it's kind of nice to see squabbling among... I like to see the squabbling among them because squabbling. they shouldn't be getting along. You know, they're no. they're dark they're side users. People. They're Yeah. Uh, they all want the power. Just like the Sith. They're like Sith juniors. <laughs> they're like Sith Padawans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or Sith young um, I wonder if I wonder if they think that, you know... That maybe one day they could even be Sith. I wonder if that's like the ultimate goal for them. Like, what if, right. you know, if if Vader ever killed Palpatine, right? The Grand Inquisitor. Then would, be would his... Vader pick from the from the, I think the, the Inquisitors? Grand Inquisitor would the Grand Inquisitor just could be maybe be his apprentice. His apprentice. Yeah, who knows? So maybe that's kind of what they're thinking too. I don't know. Because, like, why do you want to be the Grand Inquisitor exactly? <laughs> Power. I guess. I don't know. Everybody thinks if you hire, you can guess, do literally yeah. whatever you want. I mean, is there a better benefits package? Like, I don't know. <laughs> 90% off at the Empire gift shop. <laughs> sure, the Grand Inquisitor. At the Darth Maul. Oh yeah, at the Darth Maul. At the Maul. Darth Maul. <laughs> that was a joke we thought. Yes, on the yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, so... So back on Mapuzo, they meet Freck. What a nice guy, that Freck. Oh, so friendly. I mean, yeah. He is, and then you right? see an Empire bumper sticker on his truck, and you're like, oh, that's right. A lot. Right. Some friendly people are fascists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah, can that's... be super nice guy. Hey, I'll give you a ride. Sure. Don't mind the, you know, don't mind the uh, Proud Boys bumper sticker on the back of my car. I'm the nice guy. Yeah. I'll give you a ride. That's a little. That's a little yes, dark. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the world we live in. You know. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I know. A lot of nice it's... people are awful. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so you know, Freck just likes that order. Law, a lot of law and order. He's a law and order guy. Mm. <sighs> anyway, so they uh, they tell him that they're Orden and Luma. I like how Obi Wan, you know, is trying to tell Leia like, you don't talk. Yeah. She just walks up and, hi, my name's Luma. This is my dad. <laughs> so good. She did really good, though. <laughs> yeah, she did better than Obi-Wan because yeah. he slips up and calls, and calls her, her Leia. That was shocking to me. I know. That was all oh, that feeling. He's not used to it. I know. No, the entire time I was just like holding my breath. I was just like, okay, you guys got this. Yeah. Just get past <laughs> the stormtroopers. It's fine. And it's then fine. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Makes a mistake. Uh, he covers he's it not, pretty well. He's not though. used to like lying I'd, like. I'd be that. so embarrassed mm. if I were him. I mm-hmm. can't lie. I'd be so mm-hmm. embarrassed. And the look on Leia's face when he did it, where she's just like, I mean, I um, uh, like she totally like, oh come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, and it's funny later on in this episode, she talks to Tala and says, "Is it scary pretending?" You know, but she's already done it. We see her doing it here. You know, she's pretending to be an Imperial officer, right. right? Yeah. It's like, she, she's already done it. Uh, but she also knows that she's going to have to do it more in her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but the way Obi-Wan covers for it, I thought was Genius. really great. Yeah. Sometimes when I look at Luma, I see her mother's face. We miss her very much. Real. Oh, <laughs> man. Which, that, that whole pretending thing just uh, killed me. I know. And then, of course, later, Leia... Taking notes. Leia Lewis. They have to yeah. harbor a child that the Empire is looking for. What's that? I'm, I'm taking notes. Yeah. Yeah. You're okay. Notes. Of how to do it. Yeah. Good wow. to know. Uh, slip up. So then Leia says, you knew her, my real mother, didn't you? Are you my real father? Ugh. And then Obi-Wan says, I wish I could say that I was, but no. Oh my gosh, literally just the entire episode, <laughs> just them two talking about that. It was just... Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I know. And that, that whole, that conversation is so great. 
Yeah, because then he he says like he's like her, you know, he didn't remember his family, his birth family, right? Mm -hmm. His biological family and uh, how he, you know, the Jedi became his family and that he only remembered a few things. Uh, He said, my mother's shawl, my father's hands. I remember a baby. Yes, I think I had a brother. I really Uh. don't remember him. I wished I did. Mm Mm-hmm. Which should say, I wish I did, but he right. he said, I wished I did. Uh, maybe he doesn't wish he did anymore. I don't know. Uh, but I think it's who weird is Obi-Wan Kenobi's brother? Blood tests in Star Wars and stuff like that. There are. That's how they test how high your metachlorian count is. Okay. So you can very Gene easily find out who your biological family is. If a Jedi wanted to, they could find out who they are. Right? Oh, no, you can't. No, I mean, I could get started you think there's on like a, a galaxy-wide database with everybody's DNA in it? I don't think I don't think they have that. I think they have that in Star Wars. No, they don't. Why wouldn't they? We don't have that here. But Star Wars is. We also don't have lightsabers that can cut through people. <laughs> Actually, okay. we do. I, I just don't think those two things are. I mean, I think there's different planets. Like there's there, yes, there is the Republic and stuff, but the Republic that's a lot of like. Who really wants to put their blood into like a, uh, you know, a big database where anybody can look you up? I don't know. That seems like a pretty big invasion of privacy. And well, it's it's Star Wars, and it is the Empire. So I could see the <laughs> yeah. Empire doing that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we've uh, all got our blood taken before. Well, yeah, but it doesn't. Our DNA isn't going into a, a national database. Database. Does our blood go? <laughs> oh Where God. does our blood go? Oh. When they when you mean when they do blood tests? When we take blood tests. Oh, they test it and then they dispose of it. Where do they dispose it? What do you mean? They have like incinerators where they What they just You just burn it? Yeah. Nothing? Like when you like after well, I don't want to get too gross, but I mean like there's body parts that need to be disposed of in hospitals if they're like cutting out a tumor or You're something, right? right? They don't they don't save all that stuff, you know. They they have like special incinerators that burn it up. That's gross. Yeah, mm-hmm. but well, what's the? It's, yeah, it's grosser it's the, to keep them. It's the least gross thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to do with the body part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. So, Anyways. Anyway, uh, so they go to that checkpoint, and uh, one of the stormtroopers wanted to stay up on their thing, but they had to split, uh, and. <laughs> What? <laughs> they had to split because <laughs> they fell down and they split in oh. two. Oh my gosh! He's <laughs> like, "Story, I'd like to hang around, but I got to split up." Anyway, that, that was. I know that was really shocking. I know. Like, I have to say, um, it will, I didn't think really it was. Shocking. We didn't see anything. Well, we didn't see any blood, but we saw a stormtrooper split in half. We saw in Mando some guy's arm got cut off. Yeah, it's that different. was worse. That's no. There was a sound in everything. All this was was just a shing. Yeah, okay. And fine. we didn't see anything else. All right. <laughs> well, you know, hopefully they hopefully that guy lives. Get some robot legs. <laughs> right. No you know, if it, yeah, if it was rebels, they'd like show him moving just a little bit after he split. So then you could have some hope that he's not dead. Because that's how they, they always did that with Rebels whenever the Stormtroopers yeah. were shot. They'd fall down and they'd move a little bit. Like, I'm not dead. <laughs> so. His got cut right here. This was like all the way all diagonal right. down the chest. Yep. Just diagonal. Just missed every vital organ. Yeah. Because it was diagonal. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, yeah. So then when they, the, the Seeker, the... Probe droid sees Obi-Wan, so that's how the Inquisitors find out where he is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has a full battery of stormtroopers. It's a strip operation. Ventri- uh, Ventrium is the name of the ore or mineral that they're mining there. I looked that up, and we haven't really seen that much in canon, so I'm not quite sure mm. what that's used for, but probably just to build more ships, more weapons of war. Who knows? Or maybe furniture, you know? I mean, the Empire needs furniture, too. <laughs> Uh, so that's true. So then we meet the Imperial officer played by Indira Varma and, uh, her name is Tala and she's actually not an Imperial officer, which is cool. We saw her in the trailer and I was like, Oh, she's going to, looks like such an awesome, you know, mean Imperial. And Mm -hmm. turns out, Nope. She's a Jedi sympathizer. Uh, not Jedi herself. 
did they establish that? She isn't, isn't Jedi. I don't think so. Just a Jedi helper. Uh, and uh, so it turns out Haja Estri uh, from the second episode did not lie to Obi-Wan, did send them to the right place. Mm-hmm. And Tala just says she couldn't get there in time. So well, they did wait, wait so for three seconds. I am confused. <laughs> so. Yeah, Tala was originally with the Empire, but then felt bad for the Jedi, so she. No, I think she was undercover in the Empire. Okay. So she joined. She somehow got like to be an officer in the Empire. I'm assuming she stole someone's identity or something. I can't mm-hmm. imagine she went up through the ranks. Right. Right. Uh, that's a story for a you know a comic. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how she got that. But yeah, no, she it sounds like because in the next episode, right, Reva says, like, I knew you were a traitor, I knew this, you know, or something right. like and she's like, I never was one of you. You know, like she's like, I, I this is who I've always been. I've always been a rebel, basically. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Um so you know, Obi Wan and Leia are sneaking around in that town and we see a ship take off. And it is the same kind of ship we see in Rogue One, the the big cargo ship, uh, Zeta class heavy cargo shuttle, uh, which I liked seeing. It was kind of small and in the distance, but it's kind of cool because it reminded me of the mining operation on Jeddah, where they're mining Kyber, right, mm-hmm. or stealing Kyber basically. Uh, but you know, the same thing. They're they're taking all these these resources and removing them from the planet, uh, and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back to Haja Estri. Uh, I, he must know about the path, I guess, because he sent Obi-Wan to this planet. Right, I know. So it's kind of cool because he's not Jedi, but he is someone who's pretending to be a Jedi. To help people. To help people, but also, but also to help to himself. But then he is also funneling Jedi to the path. I don't know. Right. Uh, you know, life is complicated. He seems uh, like a good person. Seems like an overall, yeah, like a... Overall uh, a good person. Chaotic good, maybe. Yeah, chaotic good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you gotta make money if you're helping right. people while making money. Sure. So, uh, so they go to the uh, automated droid shop and meet Ned B, the big loader droid. Mm-hmm. I like that guy. Me too. <laughs> uh, and uh, we learn from Tala that the Empire hunts anyone who is Force-sensitive, even children. No one ever sees them again. So, again, this reminds me of those couple episodes in Season 3 of Rebels, where, I think Season 3, where we see the fifth brother and the seventh sister hunting down these Force-sensitive kids, and the Rebels crew are trying to save them, and uh, Ahsoka's there, and she ends up fighting the Inquisitors, and yeah. So, you know, we've we've seen this in Rebels, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, We even saw it in Clone Wars in a little episode called Children of the Force. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, Palpatine is using kids for something. No one ever sees them again. What's going on there? Um, Extracting Force? Yeah, probably extracting midichlorians from them. uh, Because we know To use them for his clones? Yes, because that's something that we saw in The Mandalorian, too, right? Mm -hmm. That's why they wanted Grogu. uh, Because, I think, his M-count was very high, mm-hmm. right? We, we learned that. And so that's probably what these kids are being used for. Maybe they're also in Fortress Inquisitorius. Maybe they're being held in Vader's castle. Maybe they're on Coruscant somewhere. What was are all, we going to see them what in was, Obi-Wan? What, I don't know. All the, I know it was in episode five, but, or no, episode four, mm-hmm. but um, all of like the Jedi oh, and the like tanks. that are like frozen in the yeah. tanks. I think the that? assumption is they're dead. Okay. Um, because Obi-Wan says it's a tomb. Right. And it kind of reminded me of how they had, like, how the Grand Inquisitor used Luminara and Dooley. Remember? Oh, you're right. Yeah, and yeah. so, um, I think, you know, couldn't Kanan sense her, though? But then, like, when he finally came to her, she was dead. So he sensed that she was there, but she was dead. I think they used the force somehow to like trick yeah. him into sensing her. But then why would they even have her there? You know? They had the body of Luminara Unduli. Oh. And that was the thing that lured. That's true. So I think that, you know, this could be the same thing. You right. know, they're using these, you know, to lure Jedi to maybe the fortress and then to kill them. Or maybe mm. they're able to like move these, these bodies out. Right? And, and right. Uh, use them and then bring them back. Yeah, That's probably what the 
Grand Inquisitor did with Luminara in Rebels. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, back to episode three. Uh, we learned that Quinlan Voss is helping out with the path. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, smuggling younglings. I wonder if Grogu came through uh, this this path. Uh, mm-hmm. Who knows? And they go to Jabim is the name of the planet they go to. And then from there they go on and hide, I guess. Uh, so people, of course, you know, uh, translated a lot of the scrawlings on the, on the walls. I tried to do it myself too. Um, but some of them, I just, as far as I could tell, they didn't say anything. I don't know. Uh, one of them was Valen Halcyon, uh, one of the names that was written in Arabesh on the wall. And Valen Halcyon becomes Hal Horn in Legends. He changes his name. Valen Halcyon was a Jedi who, after, um, like Return of the Jedi and stuff, changes his name to Hal Horn, and he is the father of Corrin Horn. And Corrin was the name of the kid in Episode Two, wow. who uh, you know who was apparently Force sensitive. So I don't know. And Corrin Horn is is the like one of the main characters of the Rogue Squadron books oh, that take place yeah. in Legends. And the wow. movie Rogue Squadron will be coming out in a couple of years. And Patty Jenkins is working with the author of the Rogue Squadron books, or one of the authors. It's all connected. So, who knows? <laughs> they might be laying some seeds, or they might just be having fun with us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that Ned was ready to bash that Stormtrooper. You know, he's just a loader droid, but, like, he held yeah. that wrench, and he was ready. Yeah. Yeah, kind of wanted to see that. Me too. In that line. Me too. But uh, then it would cause more commotion. Yeah, that's would true. go there, and it would be bad. That's true. Uh, so then, uh, Vader and the three Inquisitors arrive and Vader starts killing people and it's super dark. Yeah. And Obi-Wan's watching like... Obi-Wan is terrified. Yeah. What? Who are you? Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's just, ugh, that was, I don't know. I'm not sure we needed to see that, but I get it. They're trying to show us, you know, this is why Vader is feared. This is how awful he is. Um, you know, we kind of got that in Rogue One, which right. uh, was pretty cool and super frightening, you know, mm-hmm. like horror movie stuff. And this, we get it again here, you know, like, I don't know if we need more of it. And that's enough for me. <laughs> you know, I don't need to see more. Plus but... we saw him murder younglings. So we're going to forget well, about that. Well, sure. That too. Yeah. That's a little. Yep. So. Yeah. Uh, so Obi-Wan leads him away. I do like how Obi-Wan did that, right? Like he ran mm-hmm. into this like mining place to lead Vader out of the town, you know, cause he, yeah. you know, cares about the people Honestly, in the town. I kind of think that fight scene was a little strange. Yeah. It was too. Like, really dark. Uh-huh. And a lot of the time he had his lightsaber off. Yeah. And you couldn't really see what was happening. He was, Obi-Wan was just kind of running around. Just kind of running around. Yeah. <laughs> Vader, and Vader was just kind of walking just, after like, him. Not really, like, yeah. trying. Yeah, it was, it was a little strange. There were some really cool moments in it, like yeah. some nice pulled back shots of the two of them fighting, and you mm-hmm. could see like these these mining, like whatever they mine, like hills of that stuff but in like, the background. In and, between, it was. Kind yeah, of yeah. I think the editing of I it agree. was a little weird too, because like Obi Wan runs off to the right of the screen, he runs away. So like, I love it. Vader ignites his lightsaber, and Obi Wan runs away. Yeah. And then Obi-Wan ignites his lightsaber, and then Vader starts walking toward him, and then Obi-Wan runs away again. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what is happening here? <laughs> it, was, it was a little weird, yeah. But then eventually but, but the, like, they the start fighting. the final, like, fight was Yeah, good. yeah, they start fighting, and Vader's just, like, one-handed, you know? Yeah. That looked a little weird to me. Uh, how he was doing it with just one hand, but I think they were trying to show us that, like, Vader is so much stronger than Obi-Wan. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't even need to try, basically. Also, um, he might not be trying his hardest because, you know, he was his master. They were brothers. Well, and he doesn't want to kill him either, right? He wants him to suffer. Right. So, uh, yeah. But anyway, I, I just think, like, when Obi-Wan runs off to the right of the screen, right... And then we, and then the scene changes and you see like the same kind of hill and he comes back from the right of the screen. <laughs> like, it looks like he just like is running back. Like, Oh, I forgot my lightsaber or something like, like he run, like it looks like he's just running back to where he was before. 
but he's actually running in the same direction that we see him run off screen, but the camera has changed to face the other direction, so it looks like he's coming back, but he's actually running in the same yeah. direction. That's like basic, like that editing. Is like maybe if it was what? lighter out and you could tell the difference more, yeah. then it'd be fine. It just like, it really threw me. Like that one thing specifically, I was like, how did this get through the editing process? They they could have like flipped the image maybe to right. make it look like he was still. I don't know. That was really weird to me. But, I mean, I, I love the editing of a lot of this and the directing. I think, you know, Deborah Chow is doing pretty good as a director, yeah. I think. But certain think so things too. like that where I'm just like, ugh. I don't know whose fault that was, but yeah, yeah. Uh, did not did not go well. Uh, so I did like the pretty classic Star Wars lines here. What have you become? I am what you made me. I mean, that's like, mm, yeah, honestly, that was, like, if mm. I, you know, me, like... Like they talk about how when they when they make these episodes or write these episodes, it's like taking your uh, action figures out and playing with them, right? Mm-hmm. And like telling a story in the sandbox that George Lucas created. Those are the kinds of lines that I would say when I was a kid, right? You know, like right. like that's like perfect. Like how has that not been said already in Star exactly. Wars? You know, like it's like yeah. the perfect Star Wars line. Uh, and then you should have killed me when you had the chance. I really like that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Vader rakes Obi-Wan over the coals. You know, he yeah, makes him suffer. Dark. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Tala shoots something and bigger fire erupts. And then Vader lets Obi-Wan go for some reason. You know? I, know. I like he that, you know, that close-up of Vader's face, like, watching Obi-Wan being carried away by Ned B. Right. You know, there's something in that close-up. Like, there's something there, Right. Yeah. Like, you can tell, like, Vader's, he's not, like, he's not, like, uh, saying, like, oh, darn it, he's getting away, or anything like that, right? right? He's thinking. He's, he's there's something thinking. there. He's thinking, like, you know, maybe is Vader saying, like, well, the Force is not wanting me to do this to him right now, or something, or dang it, the Force saved him again. Like, this guy is living this charmed life, and, you know, or, or is he just thinking, like... I got time. I don't know. I don't know. And then he gets so <laughs> mad at um, Never, Yeah, I know. Because he's like, how did you let him go? Like, you just let him go. So, so I'm a fan of uh, the Oral Knots on YouTube. And they <laughs> they make funny Star Wars videos uh, where they take the, the video, but then they t- put in their own audio. It sounds yeah. really good. It's really well done. Not always for kids, but sometimes it is. Anyway, they took this fight scene and some other stuff from Obi-Wan. And uh, and it's Vader saying, "Let and now the hunt begins, right? So, like, oh. now it's time mm-hmm. for me to hunt him. And then he's, like, he's on Mapuzo, and Obi-Wan's right there. And he's, like, finally, I have you. And then he lets him go. He goes, now the hunt truly begins you know it's like like every time he says it like five times in the video and now the hunt begins (laughs) Uh, (laughs) it's a pretty clever way to critique the episode i think (laughs) um so yeah that's that's episode four and then of course reva is there waiting for leia at the end of that tunnel somehow evan sent me a text like how did reva get there like if Leia's walking through the tunnel, I know. I and was Reva's wondering the same Leia. thing too. So I diagrammed. A, there's like multiple, multiple paths tunnels. to get there. I, I diagrammed it out for Evan. I wrote it. I drew it on my phone in my notes app, and I sent him the drawing. And I was like, "Here you go." And he's just like, You're so, "Yeah, I can't remember what he said." Something also, about like, how, sad how I was. did um, what's her name get out before <laughs> Reva got in? Yeah, that too. Like, oh, there's there a separate. There's there a, separate a separate side path. hatch. That goes up yeah. to the top, and then, yeah, there I drew, I drew to, that in there too. It has to be like a whole. There's yeah. a whole like a tunnel big system labyrinth. down there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just a labyrinth. I drew that in there too. Nice. Don't worry, I didn't forget about that. Nice. <laughs> so, you uh, want to see this diagram? <laughs> I will show you after okay. the episode. <laughs> uh, all right, so then episode four. Um, oh goodness, we've already been recording for forty-one minutes. We're gonna we're gonna go through pretty quick here. Uh, so they're on Jabim and Obi-Wan's in Bacta. Uh, and... The first thing he says when he wakes up, pretty much, is where's Leia? Where's Leia, yeah. I knew it. Yep. It's like, uh, like Finn. Yep. Waking up. Where's Ray? Where's Ray? Uh, so 
we got Roken. Uh, he's a new character, right? On Jabim. He's a member of the path, I guess. Uh, these are not rebels, as far as we know. Yeah. They're people who are helping the Jedi. Mm -hmm. So I could see them being kind of folded into the re rebellion. I think it uh, was interesting because when they said the path, it reminded me of the book, The Jedi Path. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I was like, huh, that's mm -hmm. similar. Yeah. Uh, and, uh,. Roken doesn't want to help Obi-Wan, but then he does want to help Obi-Wan. And that's because his, I don't know, I, I could, didn't quite understand why he changed his mm -hmm. mind. Uh, but his wife was killed by Inquisitors because his wife was Force-sensitive. Um, so not a Jedi, but she could use the Force. Uh, so I like that. I like that they're kind of making it a little more explicit to other people. Because I think like this whole idea of people being able to use the Force but not being Jedi or Sith. People who've only watched the movies don't really... Like, a lot of times they don't think that way. So I kind of, right. I like that they're, you know, because these, these are basically movies, you know, like, yeah. enough people are watching these that you, you should assume that a Star Wars fan has watched live action Star Wars, you know, uh, usually, right? Not always, but, um, but it just has a much larger reach, you know? And so mm -hmm. this idea that there's force users out there who aren't Jedi or Sith, I like that. I like that they're making that more obvious. Uh, and I like that, uh. Uh, the character, uh, a, a character says, uh, Fortress Inquis Inquisitorious then. And then, uh, Sully says, it's impenetrable, Wade. Like the way she says it just makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and that, that was Sully who said that she's played by Maya Erskine, who is one half of the, the two, uh, people who created Pen15. And started it. Oh yeah, is, uh, Mama played that. When oh we were yeah, it. I didn't. I didn't catch it. And she's like, "Is that?" I'm like, "Oh, that's Maya." Uh, yeah. yeah, she's hilarious. And in this, she's not funny really. Uh, right. uh, actually, does a great job of acting really sad at the end of the episode. Uh, she does. And uh, yeah, that's so cool to see her in Star Wars. <laughs> um, but she's like, yes. My life is complete. That's how I'd feel if I ever acted oh, in Star sure. Wars. Oh, yeah. Like, I have achieved uh -huh. the things I have wanted yeah. to achieve in my life. Not only am I in Star Wars, but I am a named character in exactly. Star Wars. If I was like, yeah, if I could be like one of the kids on Tatooine just walking, yeah. nobody says a word to, I would have like 20 of my friends over. Uh -huh. over. Anybody <laughs> who has any interest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we would watch a whole mm -hmm. episode. And I'd pause it on the frame. And I'd say, that's me. That is me. And I'd make the biggest deal out of it. And I'd just have a room full of people here for nothing. Yep. Oh, that reminds me. I know it's kind of off topic. Um, but in an interview, Sebastian Stan said that his mom went to watch Black Panther because... He said he was in it. And then she went, she texted him after, where were you? I didn't see you. And he was like, did you stay for the end credit? No, that's what I, and I don't know why. It's just really funny to me. I just remembered it. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, so, okay. So Obi-Wan's trying to uh, force, or they're on their way to, to Nur, the planet. Uh, where the fortress is, and Obi-Wan's trying to force a little greebly. I like that. This is this little thing. You don't even know what it is. You remember what greeblies are? They're like the little things that you glue onto models to make them look more realistic. Oh. Uh, little, you know, remember we brought, brought some greeblies to Star Wars Celebration to use in the, uh, the big, uh, diorama that they made there. Remember okay. That? Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's just forcing it, trying to force it. It's hard for him. Tala tells him that more than his body needs to heal. And she says, the past is a hard thing to forget. To which Obi-Wan says, some things can't be forgotten. And I'm kind of on team Obi-Wan here. Like, yeah, I you shouldn't think forget you the shouldn't, past. Yeah, you shouldn't forget the past. I don't know. Do, do you think he's saying it like, like, no matter how hard you try, it, it can't? Or like, maybe it shouldn't be forgotten. Like, it's important for it not to be forgotten. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Right. I think from both. I think from both ways, it's yeah. I, I I you know what it reminds me of is it reminds me of what he told Anakin in Attack of the Clones, when Anakin's having dreams and and Obi Wan says dreams pass in time, right? Like, you might have these feelings now, but you're gonna you'll get over them, you know, and 
it's just like, well, sometimes they don't, you right. know, and like, and that's, you know, that's okay. And like, you can't just push it aside. So, right. and I think, you know, in the long run, Obi-Wan doesn't forget, but I think that he chooses to look at it from a different point of view, you know, instead of like just forgetting that about Anakin, right? He chooses to view it as Vader killed Anakin. He didn't. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan didn't. Vader did. Right. Right. Uh, and that's, that's probably how he ends up kind of moving on. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I think he definitely feels responsible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think he like needs to let go of that. Vader says, I am what you made me. That right. probably oh, really hurt Oh, him. that's Vader just that's, yeah, pouring it's salt like, on the wounds. You know, he knows totally. exactly what he's saying yeah. there. And so I think, you know, hopefully in this, in this series, you know, we're going to see Obi-Wan kind of get over that and be like, no, this wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. You did this. Like, this was not me. Uh, so I hope, I hope we get there. Um, so when, uh, Tala is trying to, t- trying to get into the, the base and she tells the security officer, perhaps I should inform the grand inquisitor of your insolence. Uh, oh, do they not so know good. that he's dead? That's what, yeah, that's what yeah. I said. You know, like nobody knows the grand inquisitor's dead. Yeah. Uh, like she, well, when she first she said does, it, does, doesn't she? Cause she... Obi-Wan does, doesn't he? He kind of saw that happen, didn't he? So what's that? When when she first said it, I thought to myself, I was like, "Oh, she's about to get found out." Yeah, because she she yeah. said like the guy's about to say the Grand Inquisitor is dead or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. And she's gonna be like, "Oh no!" And then it didn't happen. I was so confused. Well, I I I understand that they wouldn't want to tell everybody that he's dead because like they want like that's information they don't need to know. You know, I thought somebody maybe killed Reva was the the Grand Inquisitor now. At that point, well, she's nobody is right now, right? Because mm. Vader said he'd make her Grand Inquisitor if if they catch Obi Wan. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, then Obi Wan gets in, and uh, I think the first time we see him, he's too dry. I think he should have been like dripping. Should have <laughs> been really wet. Uh, like his clothes looked a little darker, but they weren't like sopping wet. We were just swimming in an ocean. I don't know. Right. Unless he used Maybe the force a, to dry Yeah, off. special force yeah, power. force dry. That'd be nice. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, anyway. So, Reva tries to break Leia, and I love that Leia jokes that it's a staring... Is this a staring contest? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's great. I was worried, worried that uh, that Reva was going to, like, sense force in Leia. Oh, yeah, you know? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if she's able to, like, keep her out of her mind, does exactly. that mean she's strong in the Force? Exactly. And, like, I was worried about that, too. Like, no. You know, but obviously they don't think mm-hmm. that she's Force-sensitive, because if they did, she'd be taken. Yeah. Uh, or kept, I guess. Yeah. Uh, she was being kept. Yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, they would have made a big but, de- yeah, bigger deal then. Reva, Re- how do you pronounce it? Yeah. Reva. Reva would have made, like, a big face or something. We all Oh, sure. Seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Reva says, I had a droid when I was younger too. He was taken from me like everything else. So if she was, you know, uh, if she was one of those younglings in the Jedi temple, or if she was a youngling at the time of order 66, it sounds like she really resents being taken to become a Jedi. Mm -hmm. I don't think kids necessarily always have a choice because they're taken so young to be a Jedi. Like, I think she has a good point. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like a, you know, this is, she's like the, she is what they made her. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is a problem. Uh, And then when Leia agrees to, um, to tell her, and she goes, I'll have to tell my father first. That's okay, right? You said we're all on the same side. Same side. Oh, that was so good. And then she's and like, you the look. little. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she, yeah, it was almost like Homer's like, why you little? Yeah. She was going to choke her, yeah. Uh, but instead, she's like, okay, fine, I'm going to torture you now. She uh, laughed, though. She's like, ha, like, you think you're funny, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Uh, so, you're smarter than I thought you'd be. Yeah, so good. So then Obi-Wan, yeah, walks into the the place that we talked about earlier with the tomb, right? With all the mm-hmm. different Jedi. We assume Jedi, maybe just some Force-sensitive people. We don't know. Uh, none of them are really recognizable except for Tara Sinube, uh, who is the first one that we see. Remember, he's the old Jedi who helped Anna, uh, Ahsoka find her lightsaber in that lightsaber lost. Saw, what's his name? No. 
That wasn't him. No, uh, <laughs> you thought uh, you thought we saw Sassy Teen. Yeah. No, it and was actually, that same species though. No, it wasn't. It what? was the. It was a different. Um, someone found it when I rewatched it. I could not find this image at all. The same one that you saw. We should watch it after this. Okay. Try to find it because I cannot find it. But it's it's this it's a species of uh, where there is one on the Jedi Council, but he was never named, and I can't remember what he's called. Uh, but he has like eyes down here, and I think you, where where his eyes are. I thought you th- I think you thought it was the horns of Sassy uh. Teen. Anyway, uh, so they're probably dead. Which yeah. it was really yeah ugh. That youngling, man, I just, ugh, I kind of wish they wouldn't do that. I don't know. It's just, it's really hard to see. And I just yeah. feel like we don't need more of that. Like, I, think... I just, I mean, I get it. We get it. Like, the Empire's horrible. I don't know. <sighs> what do you think, Anna? I don't know. I mean, I think it's sad, but I think that that's why they're showing us like yeah they're it's not they're not showing us exactly so we can know how bad the empire is like we already know that mm-hmm. but i think it's just something about like him being there and being a jedi and then seeing all those dead mm. force users yeah just like it really mm. just like shows you it kind of just reminds you like why they need to be stopped yeah i understand that I get that. I, I I'm talking specifically about the youngling. Oh well, yeah, I get that. That one, I, yeah, that's the thing that's that I thought little... was we didn't need to see, but that's yeah. you know. Uh, anyway, yeah, that was. Um, you know, like just I don't know. Media is just getting darker overall. Like you know, and I don't want Star yeah. Wars. I want Star Wars to remain for kids, and so I feel like that yeah, is no, like that's, that's over true. that line. I think. Uh, it's Star um, Wars is for 12-year-olds, right? That's what George Lucas said. A year, movies, ago, a year ago, uh, I could have seen that. A year yeah, ago, no, I could have watched I know. Obi-Wan, but I know. fine. You're right. I know. But, I go back and forth on it. Um, anyway, so Reva's getting set to torture Leia, and she yells at Leia, Say something! Right? Which kind of really, like, really desperately yells, mm-hmm. Say something! Just say something! Yeah. And I think that 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 tells me that she really doesn't want to torture Leia. She doesn't. No. And so, like, I don't think she's going to be redeemed or anything like that. But I think you know it shows that I think like when Vader was walking through the town on Mapuzo, and he like breaks that kid's neck, and yeah. you know, and like you you see the Inquisitors watching him do this, and they are shocked. Yeah. You know. And I think, you know, they're not 100% or, you know, I think there's still some in them where they're like, you know, there's certain lines we don't want to cross exactly. here. And, and like Vader doesn't have that line. I think killing children is Yeah, worse. yeah. Or torturing children, right? I mean, right. I would, yeah. So uh, I did like that, that that was in there. And it seemed pretty obvious that she didn't really want to do this, but she felt like she had to. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't excuse it, obviously. No. Obi-Wan rescues Leia. Of uh, course. Fights against the stormtroopers and droids. Oh, the, the, okay, that sequence He even does so that cool, though, he, in the tunnels. When it was dark. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he, yeah, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. That did look awesome. And then when he's running through the tunnels and he's like, he's deflecting blaster bolts and he's starting yeah. to connect with the force. Right. And like after he like takes down the first like group of stormtroopers, he even does the little saber spin. Yeah. Little flourish. Little yeah. something that has nothing to do with what with protecting anybody, just like getting back into the swing of things. Right. Yeah, and yeah. And I was like, ah. Definitely see him yep. just like kind of reconnecting with the mm-hmm. force. Yeah. Which is super cool. Super cool. Uh and uh when Reva comes to uh Reva's walking down the hall, she's accompanied by a purge trooper from Jedi Fallen Order. Uh the purge troopers are troopers that are specifically tasked with hunting down the Jedi or aiding in the Jedi hunt. Uh, and you know, they help out the inquisitors. So that was kind of cool to see. Uh, and, uh, Wade and Sully come to save the day and T 47 speeders, the snow speeders, which I always used to call them, but obviously they're not just for snow. I mean, you yeah. knew that at the time, of course. Uh, but you know, that's the only other place we've seen them in live action. Right. So oh, that was really cool. That uh, 
and uh and wade dies yeah, which is super sad um it's it's like i honestly wouldn't really have cared because he didn't know him at all yeah and la- like but the people who knew him you could oh, really see them grieving right because they're not grief, used yeah. to that they're not used to like like i mean even if they were it'd still be right. really sad for them but they're not rebels so they're not used to like their friends dying in battle that's stuff. true that's true like it was probably the first thing for them they were like wow like if we're gonna do this yeah people are gonna die yeah when they get on that ship even uh tala says it's pretty quiet but she says to sully like you're soldiers now yeah and like yeah like this is you are now the enemy of the empire like you already were but like this is you're fighting them now you know, right. and that's huge. That's a big difference. Which so. is, I think, a little bit like, um, it reminds me of, I'm re- rereading um, Leia Princess of Alderaan right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And, you know, in that book, Leia's parents are kind of like, she knew they always like hated the Empire and were kind mm. of taking a stand like in the Senate, right? Yeah. Within, and then, within the Empire, they were taking right. a stand, yeah. And then she realizes that they're actually like organizing like a secret organization to help fight the Empire. And actually, like, use violence. Mm -hmm. And I think it's definitely, like, the realization. Like, they're not going to be stopped by just, like, Mm -hmm. saving people. Right. And maybe peacefully trying to, like, help people. Like, if Mm -hmm. if we want them to stop doing this, we have to fight. Yeah. Which is, like, a really hard realization to come to for people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's the... I don't know. It's it's the other side of the coin from, I think, what Rose says in The Last Jedi. Yeah. Because, like, saving what you love is a good thing to do. But yeah. fighting what fighting what is hurting the people that you love is still technically saving what you love. Especially, but it's kind of fighting what you hate. You know what I mean? Especially so, like, you do because, have to fight like, sometimes. Especially because, like, if, if you're saving people, that's not going to stop other people from getting hurt. Right. It'll just stop the person you're saving. At some point, you need hurt. to stop the person hurting people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I think, I think it's, Rose's it's a, message was right for the time, I do for too. the moment and stuff, but I also think that it's, you know, not necessarily right in all situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I guess maybe don't hate, right? That's a thing. Right. Like, always do it in the service of love. Yes. Right? Uh, sometimes you fight in the service of love. So, uh... Leia holds Obi-Wan's hand on that ship as they're flying away. And uh, it's a super so sweet cute. moment. Uh, so cute. Oh, and then, I love their relationship <laughs> so much. So good. Uh, and then the camera pans down to Lola. And of course, and, Lola yeah, is the bug. Of course. Uh, and yeah, so I guess we'll see whether Lola stays with Obi-Wan. If Lola does not stay with Obi-Wan... That will explain why we do not see Reva in Rebels. <laughs> because Vader yep. is not going to let that slide. Yeah. So, we'll see. I would love, 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 love Reva versus Vader showdown. You know, Vader like, would I, beat her immediately. Well, of course though. he would win. I don't know about immediately. Right? That's tr- I mean, she is pretty and agile. Even, maybe He's even the, not uh, agile. That's something no. she has over him. And maybe she has uh, the assistance of the fourth sister. Maybe. Right? The other the other Inquisitor that we've seen? Yeah. Because we don't see her in Rebels either. Right? That's true. And so maybe, like, she, like, helps. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? All power. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, unfortunately, they both would probably die, which I don't yeah. want Riva to die, I don't want but Riva I, to die either. you know, I also um, understand that they might do that. So. Also, like, what the heck is happening with the Inquisitor? With the Grand Inquisitor? Like, that's the thing. I see so many people somehow. online talking about how, like, like they're they overwrote the canon of rebels and i'm like no. come on are you serious like, like you they're going to explain yeah. this like they're gonna explain it we, I, we just have to be patient dave filoni had something to do with this yeah with this no, show he he's not gonna let that slide can we check the trailer the one more time after this because the grand inquisitor was there in that seat no i don't think so yeah he was in under uh, in fortress inquisitors yeah you, he was no there. i don't think you see him there We'll look at it. We'll yeah, look at it. We all saw him there. Okay, we'll look. We'll watch it again. I think you're thinking of the Fallen Order trailer. No. Or not the Fallen Order, the Jedi Survivor trailer. Where we see uh, a Powan mm-hmm. who looks kind of like the Inquisitor yeah, in a seat that kind of looks like, okay, all right, we'll watch it again. I'm pretty sure we're making it up. Okay. <laughs>
All right, so we got a ton of Vader in these two episodes. Not a ton, but quite a bit, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think he sounds awesome. I think this Vader sound, like the sound of the voice, yeah, sounds better than we've heard since Return of the Jedi. Like we've seen Vader in Rebels, we've seen, you know, like we've we we heard him in. Um, did we hear him in Rogue One? I don't know. I hmm. think so. Maybe not. There. I can't remember if he spoke in Rogue One. Anyway, uh, I just think he sounds amazing, and I and you know he. Uh, James Earl Jones is credited as the voice of Vader, which of course that's, he's the voice of Vader. Um, but I wonder if, uh, you know, in the credits, it also says Reese feature is credited for, you know, being the voice thing. Was that and, the thing they used for Luke? Yeah. Yeah. The way they made Luke's voice, you know, sound like a young Mark Hamill, they used Reese feature, mm -hmm. which is just a program, right? That kind of, you type it in, it spits it out. I'm sure you can adjust it and that's, make the voice go up and down at certain places and all that stuff, that's right? That's funny, because I... Can people just buy it? Could I, I was just, thinking about that. I don't know. Could it's I a, buy that software? Probably not. Not yet. I should be able I don't to. want, I don't want, oh, I don't want everybody to have that. Oh, me neither, it's but oh, they already so do. so many, I know. There's I already, you know there's already defakes. many softwares out there that can make people... Um, voices. I was just thinking about exactly what the show notes say. And I was going to say it, and then I realized you already wrote it down, and we were thinking the exact same thing. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think that it sounds great. And if it was Reese Feature, fine. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it works because Darth Vader's voice sounds robotic already exactly and so using it for something normal. yeah something that's run through a filter like that mm -hmm. uh really works i think uh or i mean if it was james earl jones then he is back on top of his game somehow i mean he's i think he's pushing 90 I think he's over 90 wow. now. uh so you know his voice is not can't just probably isn't nearly as commanding as it used to be um it's possible that they had him say the lines and then they melded that with like the respeacher version, yeah. you know, like who knows, but, uh, I think it sounded great. And I think, I mean, that's Hayden in the costume too. That's amazing. That is like, yeah. he's doing great. And I think Vader, you know, I, I could do without maybe this much Vader. I don't know. Like I'm okay with having Vader, but also like, I feel like once Vader's in it, it becomes about Vader. Yeah. Uh, but like what we're getting, I think is done really, really great. Mm -hmm. It looks really good. Sounds really good. It's awesome. Yeah. So I think that's it. And I can't wait to watch uh, episode five tonight. Yeah. Um, Me neither. Maybe we'll see the Grand Inquisitor. Maybe we will. I would like to. I'm still waiting and for. And Miss Marvel. <laughs> and Miss Marvel tonight, too. Yeah. Uh, Wednesdays are my favorite days. <laughs> um, I think and it's that, summer. Uh, and it's summer. So we got time. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm still hoping hopeful for a flashback with yeah. Obi Wan and Anakin, you know, like some some sort of flashback where we can see them interacting together and like new stuff. Yeah, yeah. Not like like the past. Oh, not a clip like from the, the past or something. Right. Yeah, but not like, like the dreams Obi Wan was having. Right. It was just like clips from the past, but like right. new stuff. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome. Uh, might be kind of hard to do because they you could know, do a little bit. Hayden of... Christensen looks quite a bit older now, you know. Like, yeah, um, but it's it's possible. I mean, they did talk about acting together, but now I think you know the way we see what's happened. Like, if that's actually Anakin behind the mask, or not Anakin, if that's Hayden, you know, mm -hmm. in the mask. Then yeah, they're acting together, you know. Yeah. So, uh, which is really cool that they got to do that together yeah. again. Yeah. Maybe they never thought they would be able to do that <laughs> yeah. again. Exactly. Because nobody did. Nobody did. Yeah. Nope. Not even like the people at Lucasfilm, probably. Right. Yeah, right. not even when we heard there was going to be an Obi-Wan show. Right. We yeah. thought maybe a little bit of Vader, but not like a lot. Yeah. And not played by Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Right. Like that's, that's the thing that I think because, you know, prequel fans have gotten older and have become like the majority of Star Wars fans are also prequel fans now, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I just think, uh, I, I just love it. Like, I love that we saw Coruscant. I love that we're, you know, they're not ignoring the prequels or anything like that, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, really cool. It's very, like, based around the prequels. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, 
that's you have to have watched the prequels for any of this to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it helps to have watched Rebels and the Clone Wars also. Yep. So. And we've all watched both. Yeah. We, we should rewatch Rebels. <laughs> and Clone Wars. <laughs> it hurts so good. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's going to be it. Uh, that was fun. Can't yes. wait to record. We'll be recording Obi four, Obi five, and Obi six uh, in a couple weeks. Those so are the we'll, last be, we'll be taking aren't next they? week off. So we'll. What's that? This is the last episodes, aren't they? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I know two more. So I really hope that we don't see the ghost of Qui Gon, <laughs> so that we get another season. <laughs> I really want to see him, but I also don't. Yeah. I'm so excited for the next season of the Mandalorian. That's yeah. all I want right now. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm excited for Andor the most. We all have different things that we're most excited for. Anna, what are you yeah. most excited for? Um, Bad Batch. Oh, we wanted to know season two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, well, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode, this special episode, this Reaction Core episode, Obi-3 and Obi-4, Kenobi. Four children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. And Obi-Wan Obi Kenobi, Kenobi for now. For now.